Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and we are back on the podcast for you guys today. We'll have Leafs talk for you guys today, and then for the rest of the week, we'll continue our regularly scheduled podcast with, you know, the Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. But you guys know for Leafs talk, and as usual, we're joined with my dad. Dad, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, um, you know, uh, there's lots of sports on uh, this time of the year, so, uh, you know, uh, it's amazing. So, yeah. hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we, we can even talk about the World Cup later later this week, obviously. But you know, with the with the Leafs, um, it's Leafs talk. This is Leafs talk episode number sixty two, um, and it was a big game on Saturday night. Uh, the Leafs versus the Sabers. We'll cover that game for you guys today, obviously. Um, and then there'll be an episode tomorrow where we we talk about obviously the game against the Islanders tonight. And some juicy trade rumors that are floating around the Toronto Maple Leafs. But let's start about this game now, Dad. I think you'd agree that this was the most complete game we've seen out of the Leafs this season. Um, you know, the first period, it starts with a power play. Riley, I believe it was to Marner, and 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 JT. I believe it was just a beautiful tip, and he he sorry, it was a beautiful shot by Marner, and it basically hit off JT's knee. Um, and then there was another play. Um, later on the period leading to a goal where Sandine to Angleball to Yarncroke. Yarncroke scores his fourth of the year. Um, an all sweet line right there. And then obviously, I'll take your opinion on this, the shorthanded goal. Now, this led to David Camp outlet pass to Marner. It seemed like Marner was on a breakaway. And we've seen him do it to- two or three times before where he drops the puck back and, you know, leads to a goal, an open shot. And he does that. But what happens is the player on Buffalo comes crashing into the net knocks the net off, and Giordano shoots and scores. It goes over the line, but the net is off. And, you know, they reviewed it. At first, they said it's no goal. It's a penalty, but they gave the goal. Um, let's start off with, you know, what, what were your thoughts about the Leafs in that first period? And 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 let's get your thoughts on that goal. You know, is that a is that a fair rule? And and obviously, it was a fair judgment because that a rule is a rule. And, and you know, they posted, uh, I guess, a little tweet about it, and it's it's a good goal. Look, you know, Buffalo is the team over the years, you know, whether you know they weren't any any good or if they were yeah. you know, playing well, they have always, you know, played us and we've had the toughest time uh, beating these guys over the years. Like, you know, and, and so many times, you know, we were way ahead in the standings, but when it came to Buffalo, somehow they would figure out and they would always beat us. And this is why I think this Toronto Maple Leafs team is going to go far this year. They've learned over the years. And this was, as you said, a complete game. Uh, here's a team that's struggling, that we should be beating them. Yep. And they beat them handily. You yep. know, never, you know, for one second, they look like, okay, you know what? Oh, my God, they may come back. No, they were in total control. Uh, uh, you know, all-out team effort, uh, scoring all over the place, you know, Defenseman, you know, third, fourth liners, uh, you know, uh, obviously uh, JT, uh, yeah. you know, all these guys are scoring. So, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was amazing to see. Now, as far as that, that you know, net being off. Yeah. Look, listen, you know, he, he's chasing Marner, of course, but at the end of the day, you've got to make some sort of an effort to avoid the net, and I don't think he, he did, and yep. uh, you know, and and then he went in, and I think. For them to even call it a no goal, we were, I think we were watching, uh, you know, we were discussing at that time that you know, this should be a goal, like, yeah. or a penalty shot at least, um, you know, and, and, uh, but, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, they reviewed it and, and you could clearly see that, 
you know, it was over the blue line and and on the inside of the the, the post, or whatever. Uh, and uh, it should have been a goal. And and uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's not every day that NHL gets things right, but uh, they got it right at that time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and then you know, the rules are ruined. You saw on the panel like Kevin BX was against this call, like. He he's making some interesting takes. He was defending an Alex Edler hit on Carter McDavid. Now I get it. Like you played with him on the same team, but I, I, I don't get watching that hit back how you could defend that. Um and I believe it was Edler as well who had that hit on on um Zach Hyman in, in, in the bubble. Uh, sorry, in the in the bubble season, the all Canadian division. Like he's had some interesting takes, but a goal is a goal, a rule is a rule. And it's the right call. Like, yeah, I agree with you. He made no attempt to get out of the way. Just a beautiful play by Marner to lure the defenseman in. And beautiful play uh, for Giordano to follow the rush and, and tap, tip, uh, tap that puck in. You saw the boys were excited. Giordano gets his first of the season. Um, second period, we had, there's two power play goals, Tuck and Nylander. But I think the big play was in the third period. Johnny T, like John Tavares, with an outlet pass, a beautiful pass to Nylander. Like he didn't really touch. It was a basically you could say full ice pass. He didn't touch the puck till he was right in front of the goalie, and he just backhands it in a beautiful pass, beautiful play. You know, I think that we were discussing um, is is a guy like John Tavares going to get forty goals? And they're talking about it on the TSN panel, um, I believe a game against the Devils, where you know if he's playing with Marner. Is he going to get this? Is he going to get the 40 goals? And and the way that he's playing, you know, they jumbled up the lines here because he found that, you know, with that big line of Tage Thompson, obviously, at Buffalo, that Marner and Matthews, more defensive players going on the same line. Okay, that's fine. But, yeah, they go back to Matthews and Nylander. But the way that JT's been playing, the way that Nylander's been playing, and you can even see the core four is playing. It's, it's really, really really showing why they pay this this kind of money for them and and especially you know i think you'd agree that john Tavares is having a absolutely like exceptional year at, at the tail end of his you know seven-year contract with the leafs it's uh you know i've i've always been a big fan of his so uh you know i, I i'm really happy to see that he's doing well um i think people yeah. uh because of the amount that he's making you know get on him a little bit more than you know they should uh, but I think you know he's uh, he's shut him up uh, properly this year. As far as getting forty goals, if he doesn't get forty, he's going to be damn close. Uh, you know, so uh, it'd be it'd be good to see him get forty. Uh, if he doesn't, I I you know he's going to be in the high thirties. Uh, you know, yeah. it's going to come down to uh, you know uh, something very close to forty, if not uh, forty. So uh, and and uh, that's that's you know that's really good to see. Yeah, in his first season with the Leafs, he had 47 goals. He was playing with Mitch Marner. He, he had 47 goals and 88 points. Like, these two are magic together. I hope they keep them together. And, and the Leafs win this game 5-2. Um, and you you can't forget to mention, yeah, I know you've got him on your fantasy team, his first home win of the season, Matt Murray. Now, you know, Matt Murray, going into this, people are like, wow, Dubas is going to put his job on the line for a guy, for Matt Murray, who's been injury prone. Okay, yeah, he didn't play the last month. He had that first game. But you know what? The last few games that he's played, he's looked really solid. He got them that point against New Jersey where they didn't show up. And he really, really played well in net against the Sabres. You know, he had, I believe, it was 32 saves on 34 shots against a 9-4-1. You know, him and when Samsonov comes back are really, really good, good goaltenders and a good um, tandem compared to last year where the goal goaltending was really, really struggling and they considered getting flurry at the deadline. Like the, 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 what's going on right now with this goaltending um, 
for the time being is I'm really, really happy with it. Um, it's Eric Schalgren and goal, but dad, I think you'd agree the way Matt Murray's playing. Um, I know it's only a few s- small sample size you could say, but you've got him on your fantasy team too. Uh, he, he's been really, really solid in that for, for the lease. And it's gotta be, you know, easing, easing the team down too. that. You know what? We've got a goal that can make the saves. Let's go up there and get him a win. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that New Jersey game because, uh, uh, you know, that that uh, uh, we should not have gotten one point uh, the way, you know, these guys uh, uh, went out and performed that day. But uh, look, I think we were discussing when they first signed him in the summer um, and, 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 you know, that that look, he's he's proven himself. Uh, he's a great goalie. He went to Ottawa. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't. I mean, they, Ottawa had some couple of deep runs, I think, in the playoffs. But yeah, it seems every year something is wrong there. So, you know, he, yeah. he wasn't in, in a good situation, not on a very good team. Uh, uh, you know, maybe not, you know, I, I, I would say even, you know, not a good city. Like, so, yeah. uh, and, and, and it brings you down. It's going to show up, uh, you know, how, you know when, you, when you're playing out there. Um, but, you know, look, I, I, I'm not worried about, uh, you know, whether he can get the job done. I, I know absolutely that he can. If there is a bit of a concern uh, with him, but for me is, you know, just his health. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can stay healthy, uh, I think, uh, you know, good things are going to happen. Uh, you know, and, and, and as you said, I think the players, um, you know, confidence level uh, is up now because they know in case there is an air, if there is something, He's gonna make those key saves, you know, right. when you absolutely need them. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just like you, I'm, you know, happy with uh, with the way he's uh, been playing. Yeah, and everyone knows it's a long season. Like we're not saying that. Oh my God, Matt Murray's going to the cup. You know what? What we've seen, we can be happy with. Like the Leafs, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, five on five save percentage. They're fourth last right now. They're fourth, so that's a big jump. Like this is a really good tandem. And and going into the season, I truly believe that it was better than last year. Like, I know Samsonov wasn't coming off a great year, but he's a former first-round pick. Matt Murray didn't have a good year in Ottawa. Well, what did he say uh, in the press, like, just a few games ago? Uh, well, this is the, they just know how to take care of injuries. He's talking about the Leafs. Uh, you know, he's basically complimenting them. It seemed like he's taking shots at, at the Senators. And you know what? He won two cups with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, the, like the like. Any stat that you say, anything that you boost, I know everyone's going to say, oh, but the Leafs can't win around. But you know what? These guys are really, really good um, for the Leafs. They've been really, really good. Um, and there's also discussions too. Sam Sal may be the starter going to the playoffs. Well, Matt Murray's playing well too. And it's always great. This is a great move by Dubas to have two goalies competing for that number one spot because they're going to push the best out of each other. And the Leafs, Again, they don't need the best goal in the world. They just need goalies that are going to give them a chance to win because they have the star power um, to get it done and win games. And, um, you know, speaking of star power, there's a player that, you know, they lucked out with. It was a second round pick in in big boy Nick Robertson. Uh, Man, I, I, I truly, you know, you've got to give the guy a chance. Like, I, I'm just so confused with, why he's not starting. I know Dubis, um, you know, they asked him in the media today. Um, I'm not going to answer this question every single day. What I would say, there's a lot of benefits to being in the NHL. I know he's trying to get frustrated, but this is the fourth game now where Nick Roberts is not playing. Now, like, look at Kerfoot. Okay, he's been the whipping boy, and Engvall have been the whipping boy, but 
they haven't really brought their game. Sit them for a game and put Robertson in. Or if you don't want Robertson to play, send him down. I, I don't get how him, you know, sitting in the press box and, and not playing hockey is good. Like, he's only 21. Um, his career has been insane. Like, you know, Steve Dangle posted it. You know, he was in the OHL. Um, then COVID happened. He couldn't play. Then he was in the bubble. He's been in the AHL. He played in the bubble playoffs against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, he's had a crazy career already. Um, and and I think that he deserves to be playing games. Um, I'm not sure what Sheldon Keith has against playing him. Now I get it; he hasn't been amazing. He hasn't shown that he's a top six player. But how do you expect the guy to get better? Like he, Keith has said in the media, he's really impressed with his game. Um, you know, for a guy that's obviously been scratched four games, like he's still bringing it in practice. He's playing hard in practice, but. The fact is, he needs to be playing. Send him down to the AHL at this point. Like, at least let him play games. Like, you sent down Pontus Holmberg, who's the third-line center. Um, and, and he got better since going down to the AHL and getting called back. Like, he's been a really good player. And they wanted that natural center feel. Um, so, I don't see why they can't have Engvall or Kerfoot out of the lineup for just a game of Robertson. Like, four games is a lot. They said they don't want him sitting that much. Well, he has been. And and Dad, I'm curious to see how you feel about you know this whole Keith not playing Nicholas Robertson. Look, you know, when he was in, you know, the games that they did put him in, um, you know, yeah, he, you know, look, he played well, uh, and you know, his mindset is, my God, am I going to be in the lineup tomorrow? You know, I got to try harder. I got to do this. And when you start mentally thinking, you know, like that, you're going to make, you know mistakes and not play fully to, you know, your potential. And I think that's what's been happening with him. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Angval, what, 2.2 million, whatever, a season. Yeah. They signed yeah. him. Uh, you know, he's he's got to set him and, and bring Robertson in for three, four games and just see how things go. You know, let the guy settle in. But I think this is, a, you know, more of a management issue in the sense that I'm sure, you know, they've got to answer to people higher up of, you know, them signing, signing Angwell for 2.2 million. Uh, and then, you know, well, he's sitting on the bench, but you just yeah. gave him a contract this year. So, I, I you know, may, it may not be Keith. Uh, it may be just coming, you know, from a higher up to say, no, you know, keep him in the lineup. You know, this is, you know, you know, or they, you know it may come on them. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a bit of a complicated situation. But uh, from no angle, does it make sense to sit this guy uh, you know, upstairs and 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 not having him play, uh, and and you know, honestly, I I I don't you know if you wanted to play, you're saying send him down, but I would really like to see him get you know good five six games, uh, settle in and uh, and and see how he does. But uh, uh, yeah, there's there's more going on than you know just uh, just not playing him. I'm sure. Agreed, and you know what? It's not just about Robertson. It's about jumbling up the lines how do you expect there to be consistency like you can't just put him in the lineup for a game and expect that he's getting like he's he's holding him to the same standard as other players on the team now i get that i get why he's doing that but at the same time this is his first real season with the team like you can't put all this pressure you know i know the first game that is looking like to be a negative and the end. I know it sounds crazy, two goals, but all that pressure. And then you know, Nick Robertson, Nick Robertson, Nick Robertson. Well, now he had to live up to that. Like, it was a great game by him, but like stuff like that, too. Like, give the guy an opportunity, put him on the third line. Like, our third line has not looked good. 
Um, like I, I, I would take out Kerfoot before Engvall because I'm just really not impressed with Kerfoot. Like he just can't make a pass. He can't put the puck on net on a breakaway. Like he's had so many breakaways. He's had, I think one or two penalty shots this year. I, I, I don't know what's happening with him. He's playing top six too. So I would take him out. And I, I know what you're saying too, with a 2.2 extension. I mean, if they were, we'll, we'll get into the whole making moves tomorrow, but those two are guys I look at into, into, into trading. You know, I, I know I've been hard on Dustin Hole. He's starting to come into his own. Sanding too, you know, he didn't have training camp. I'm hoping he steps it up, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. But it looks like they really need some secondary scoring. Um, but if, if we're talking about the last thing today, before we get into a big, I want to save that for tomorrow, is Austin Matthews. Now, I was listening to 590, and Frank Sarvalli made up a good point that, you know, he's surprised that the Toronto market's not worried about Matthews' start. Now, Matthews has six power play goals this year, um, two five-on-five goals and 12 assists, 20 points in 19 games. Um, he, he's, you know what, those are those are really good stats, but it's it's not what we're accustomed to seeing with Austin Matthews. That's why fans are, and media are like, oh, is he on a slow start? Um, I'll ask you, Dad, a similar, a same question they asked on the radio today. What's your level of, Worriness with Austin Matthews start that you're not accustomed to seeing um, on a scale of one to 10 uh, because, you know, he only does have technically, yeah, the two five on five even strength goals. Uh, my worry level is at zero. Uh, <laughs> you know, Matthews is a guy. Uh, I mean, look, look, Nathan McKinnon has 25 points. Matthews has 20. But Matthews also plays with three other superstars. You know, Marner at 22 points, Tavares 21, uh, Nealon at 20. So, you know, uh, it, it's almost like now they're just kind of sharing. You know, he, he's not putting it all, yep. all to himself. And, and and you know, and you see him play a two-way game. He comes back. Like, there's so much more he does uh, than scoring. I mean, uh, come season end, uh, you know, I, I think he may even be uh, – he may even pass Marner. Uh, in points, um, you know, depending on how, how which which lineups and how it works out, but I, I, I'm not worried about it at all. I think he's figured it out. He's gonna, you know, uh, maybe not, you know, burn out, you know, during the whole season and then come playoffs. I think he's just pacing himself. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, the, the way he's been playing now, uh, I don't see this uh, this conversation, this low start or this, uh, you know, anywhere in, on the air in, in about two weeks. Yeah. And you know what? I would say I'm at maybe, I'd say a little bit, okay, like maybe two or three, because this guy is the best goal scorer in the world. I don't care who's leading. McDavid wins a rocket. Okay. He's the best goal scorer in the world because he's a back to back rocket winner. Um, He's probably going to have the most points at the end of the year. And I think what's going on with him is he had a quote early in the year. He said, I don't give a blank about my stats. I just want to win. I think he's starting to figure it out. You know what? I had 60 goals. Did I burn out? Did I whatever? I don't know. Like, this is just my speculating, whatever. It's not true, but maybe he thought that, right? Maybe, oh, man, if you get one more goal there, if you don't get 60, uh, maybe it's just luck, like people like to say. But I think he's figured it out. And he knows that this is going to be a team that's going to be top two in the division. 100%. They're, gonna, they're fourth in the NHL right now, and, and they're not even playing – their best hockey. They they have been in the last few games. I think they're what is it like five one and one or six one and one in in, in November or whatever it is. Um, they're always good in November, but we know they could play better after that slow start. Um, 
he is a guy that's going to probably, he's on pace for, I think they said 35 goals. He's probably going to have 45, 50 goals is my guess. Um, he, he, he's he got eight goals right now and he hasn't even played his best talk, uh, best goal scoring hockey. You could say the other aspects of his game has been amazing, but he's not scoring the goals we're used to seeing, obviously. But I think he's figured it out to conserve himself throughout the season. He doesn't care if he gets 10 goals and he, and he wins the Stanley cup. Do you think he's going to care at the end of the day? I don't think so because he just really cares about winning. He cares about winning as a Toronto Maple Leaf. And I think he's really, really figured out that he's going to pace himself. And I think that I'll let you tell the story you're talking about it today with the whole Steven Stan, because if you want, if you want to carry on with it, with this. Yeah, I, I think, you know, that they had an amazing season that one year mm-hmm. and then they were bounced four straight yeah, uh, Columbus, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they, you know, they came back. I, I seriously think, I think they finished like sixth or something like that, that season. They just kind of paced themselves because I think they realized you know, uh, what they did last year was, you know, every game, you know, yeah. go, go, go. You want to win. Okay. You want to finish first. You want to, and, and they figured it out and uh, look, look, look where they, they are. And I think Sam Cole said that he said, you know, uh, and just like what, I think something similar to what Matthews has said, that, you know, nothing else kind of matters. Basically when somebody says, I don't care about style, they're basically telling you, I just want the cup. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about anything else. And, and, uh, and look, look what Tampa has done uh, since uh, since that uh, when they were bounced in the first round. Yeah, and and you know what, the Leafs are ten five and four. They're second division. People forget they put all this pressure because it's a hockey city. All this pressure on the team, right? And and there's there's a lot of other teams out there that aren't playing good hockey. Washington, Pittsburgh, the Rangers, Florida, like Tampa is starting again in their group, but you could say Tampa too. Uh, Minnesota. Who who thought Minnesota was going to drop off this much? Um, Calgary too. They're just starting to get rolling. Edmonton's having goalie problems. Like everyone's going through a slump, and and the Leafs, you know, their problems seem like they can fix it. They've got Muzzin on LTIR, which sucks, but that gives them a little bit of room to add to this team. And if you know what, Muzzin is healthy in the playoffs. Who wouldn't want Jake Muzzin as their seventh defenseman, sixth defenseman, whatever it may be? But I fear that he, yeah, we talked about it. He, he, his career may be over, and, and it really sucks. But he is really, really key to this team. You saw in the documentary, the, the 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 leaders meeting. You saw him talking in the meetings about the penalty kill. He has been amazing to this team, um, and 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 he deserves every every credit that he he's gone through in his career, and he's won a Stanley Cup before too. You know what? He's just trying to live out his dream, obviously too, of being a Toronto boy and and winning the cup for for the Leafs. But with Matthews, um. Yeah, I, I, I think that he's easily going to get back on track. This is a really good team. Other teams in the league are not playing well. It's a weird time for the NHL, I think, because the fact that the Leafs are fourth, and I just saw that today, wow, the Leafs are fourth or fifth. You could say tied for fourth, fifth place, whatever, but that's impressive, and, and I think they've got a little bit more to add, and they've got a big game tonight against the Islanders, who are playing great hockey as well. They're 11-8-0. and Um Thankfully, it's a home game for Toronto. We're not going to hear the John Tavares boos, but, you know, it's a funny little thing that Nylander said today about, you know, Tavares playing his former team. He said, we'll see you on the score sheet, uh, but we'll we'll cover that game tomorrow. But, Dad, is there any last things you want to add before Leafs talk tomorrow or we'll get into the Islanders game and, and some great, great trade discussion talk? Yeah, I just want to end up saying, you know, just, just with Keith, uh, you know, kind of getting annoyed with the um, – yeah. Uh, reporter asking him the same question but what he's got to realize is 
well, there should, there's a reason that this is, this keeps, you know, coming yeah. up day in and day out. Uh, yep. You know, and, and if you're, if, 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 if somebody higher up is saying, listen, you got to play this player, you got to play uh, at the end of the day, you know, if, if things go wrong, you're, you're, that's your job on the line. So you mm-hmm. got to, you know, he's got to protect himself first and say, listen, you know, you've got me the players, let me play who, you know, I want to play and, 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 and go on from there. I think, uh, you know, that's something that, uh, I, like I said, I, I just want to see him get five games. And yeah. then I say, listen, the next five games, you're in. Show us what you can do. Yep. And 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 then you know, and then decide, right? But uh yeah, so that that's my only thing with Keith right now that you know, uh, the fact that it's coming up every day, I think it's a concern. And and it's and this is just you know, as you said, hockey city. This isn't gonna go away. <laughs> you know, be prepared to be asked every yep. single day. Uh so you know, until until you know something changes. Yeah, and it's, it's funny. Um you know, Sid Six Zeros of Breakfast Television. I remember in the playoffs, um, they asked the question, is, is the Leafs media a reflection of its fans? And to your point, they keep asking, I, it is, because this is what the fans want to see. I don't know. I couldn't, like, there's thousands of tweets. I see what Roberts and Roberts and Roberts. Give the guy a chance. And that's a brilliant point. Give him five games. Like, it doesn't hurt to bring Engvall out. What has Engvall added? Kerfoot's got two goals this year. Take him out. Engvall's got two goals this year. And one of them was, against the Canucks where the puck just literally went to his stick and he just tapped it in. Like, it doesn't hurt. You're rolling right now. Let's see what the kid can do. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to give him a shot soon because you know what? If they're trying to trade him, I don't even know what the market is for him. Maybe he requests a trade because he's unhappy and he, and he deserves a shot at least. At least give him five games because this whole going in and out of the lineup doesn't work for a guy who's trying to become a top six player. It works for a bottom six guy, but how does it work for a guy who's 21 years old trying to serve himself in the league? Um, but we'll see. And, and can I can I just I just yeah. just quickly, sorry, I just want to add, uh, you know, your your point on you know with the media and what the fans are feeling, uh, you know, just uh, yesterday you um, tweeted I think about Caprio Caprios and their their show and you know you, you know you mentioned what you know what what's good about it and all that and yeah. he liked it, you know, so so they they're they're listening to what the fans have to say. And they yeah. know what's going on in the city, and 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 for him to you know like your tweet, meaning that he's you know he's reading it, he knows what's going on, and then that's yeah. why those questions, that's where all these concerns are coming up, and that's what the coaching staff and the management need to you know understand. Yeah, I agree, and that was a shock too. Like JD Bunk is and and Kipper is liking the tweet, and I, and they do great work as well, and and you know they 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 are Leafs media, they are they are hockey media because you know they've got great shows and and they cover the team, and 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 they. They know what it's about, you know. The Kiprios is, is is played on the leads. like he knows what this media is about. Boris Salming even told Sandine, "Watch out for Leeds media." Like these, this is a reflection of the fans because any guys you see on half the time on Sportsnet, TSN, they're Leeds fans. Everyone knows they're Leeds fans. They grew up Leeds fans because they, this is the biggest team, and and why wouldn't they want the Leafs to succeed? Like them not going to the second round is hurting them. <laughs> They're losing on so much money. Who, who, like think about that documentary, the Amazon documentary, like that probably hurt them going on the first round. They, they paid all that money and, and they got bounced, but the, them winning and the media winning is great for the city and it's great for the fans and, and everyone's happy at the end of the day. And I think that's what Sheldon keeps got to realize, you know, getting frustrated is not going to help because they're going to definitely ask again and he just got to deal with it. Maybe play him. That'll that'll make him stop. But that's going to be it for today, guys. We'll have the Islanders game tomorrow. We'll cover that as well as some nice trade talk for you guys. 
Go Leafs go. The Leafs play tonight. We'll see you guys Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Thanks, guys.